What up, y'all? <clears throat> and welcome. <laughs> I've been eating nachos and jalapenos. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> welcome to Spot Callers for March 2022. I'm Justin. Here with Cyrus. I ain't nachos. Eating your ass alive, boy. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was talking and something went down the wrong pipe. No Dame Dash. Oh, wow. But, um, um. That one, that hot chip, that one chip channel about to beat your ass. <laughs> if you call it like doing, this already. The plan is that we're doing it for the one year anniversary of the Patreon. I, I, I think that I had got too busy. It's my fault, y'all, that um, mm-hmm. it hasn't happened yet. I was I was just too busy. I was in <laughs> Barcelona. Yeah, I was in Barcelona. <clears throat> then I came back and then I'm going again. Obviously, we are, me and Cyrus are on the cusp of... um. WrestleMania weekend. So when you guys hear this, it'll be after, but because we're mm-hmm. releasing this episode uh, public and on Patreon. This is for our anniversary. So you guys, welcome to Spot Callers. Welcome again. You guys haven't heard us for a minute mm-hmm. on Spot Callers. <laughs> I mean, this is a monthly pod, so. But <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I'm talking about the public people haven't heard heard, oh, heard us. Yeah. Anymore. Oh yeah, y'all haven't heard us in a year, and y'all missed out on some really great stuff. Um, yeah. What is it? We started our Patreon, and I think our first episode was Lucha Underground, uh, Ultimate Lucha Tres. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Dom, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was uh, a really good start. And I mean, we we've done. What's have we done? We watched uh, Beyond the Mat <laughs> a couple months Man, ago. And y'all gotta, yo, y'all gotta <laughs> spend the five just to hear that episode alone. <laughs> yeah, we also watched uh, Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety eight. Um, we watched, what else did we watch? We watched Stardom, I believe. We oh, watched yeah. Stardom. Uh, we watched Capital Combat 1990 back that, last summer. That <laughs> is a all-star episode right there. I swear to God, please. If any, I feel like that should be a really a free episode at some point. Cause boy, yeah. I love that episode so much. But what's crazy about that is that it, kind of opened the door right to what happened with nxt 2.0 <laughs> when i talked about the spot caller effect that was absolutely it soon yeah. as that capital combat episode came out no scoop soon as that capital combat episode came out nxt 2.0 was over i mean uh nxt black and gold was over yeah yeah we all, said, that indie, why don't we... all, the, all that indie shit out the window we said like why don't we have the you know, why don't we do this more often? Why don't we have, uh, you know, more people with actual accolades? Mm-hmm. And then Triple H said, bet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, this nigga on to something just like that. <laughs> He's a listener. He's a subscriber. I don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how you been, Cyrus? I mean, we're we are uh, ready to go to Mania. This is like a long time coming for us. Hey, man. Uh. I'm excited to see all the guys again. Um, I attended. I intended the Bachelorette and the Bachelor Party in the same week, so uh, I'm goaded. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, yeah. I listen. I don't want to know anything from that weekend. She she came home talking to me about all this shit. I don't uh, want to know. <laughs> she, I when she tells you the story about the bus tour, please listen. Cause that shit is hilarious. <laughs> um, the ghetto. <laughs> That's your that city. Boy, hey man, <laughs> I I ain't lied to him. Um, oh. 
but no, it, it, this is gonna be fun, man. Like we haven't we haven't all tapped in in just such a such a long time. I've missed you guys. We had a cookout about almost three years ago, mm-hmm. and um, you know we are now kind of somewhat out of what's going on, but a little bit safer with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we <clears throat> it's time for us to do this. You know, it's time for us to do this, and it's gonna be fun. So you guys are yeah. gonna see us around Dallas. Not, not to air, yeah, uh, but not to air anybody out, but um, or possibly anybody air anybody out, but we tripled up. <laughs> we we tripled up, yo. I uh, I'm good. <laughs> and, 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 Listen, okay. the people going, the people going are some high class people, and and regardless of what happens, regardless of what we do, I know we're gonna be laughing. This whole weekend, or we did, or actually no, this is this is in the this is in the past now. We laughed all weekend, so like, there we go. <laughs> uh, but this week, uh, we actually we took a we took a break because um, on the voting, and usually for spot callers, if people don't follow Patreon, we have we have our patrons vote on this. Um, this was actually one of the runner ups from uh, the uh, February episode, which we did Saint Valentine's Day Massacre WWF <clears throat> from ninety eight. Oh boy, what a t- what a what a terrible show. <laughs> we we strongly considered we strongly considered never having patrons vote again. But we're we're gonna <laughs> we're going to <laughs> we're gonna let them off the hook. We're gonna let them off the hook for this one. Uh but we did the runner up because I was just this month was just so crazy for me. Um we might have to do it again in May also. <laughs> uh oh, for Lord. the next for Oh yeah. Okay. Be, yeah, that makes sense. I'm getting married in a month. But um yeah, so we we did uh, ECW, Hardcore Heaven, nineteen ninety six, and I picked this because we had a conversation about Raven and the Sandman's feud, and I tried to find something that was, um, <clears throat> kind of a key point of the feud, and it kind of works on the show because it's a big deal on the show. It's like a very, uh, poignant part of the show, regardless of everything else that happens on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and man. <laughs> A lot of things happen on this goddamn show, but um, oh, our show is on meth. Oh, the show yeah, is on. This show is insane. Um, but our initial Raven conversation was because we were entertaining having him be a part of a legendary run. You know, yeah. I know this isn't well. Legendary run is weird because I know people are just like you know, it has to be like a title run. Or, you know, something that is like insanely well regarded, but really it's just it's just an excuse for us to like just deep dive into a wrestler at some point in time. Yeah, for sure. Like I you know, someone suggested uh that we do some of his best matches. And it's like that'd be so hard to do because like in a context you have to go from the beginning to the end with him, you know? Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll figure something out with Raven. He's definitely he's one of my favorite uh wrestlers of all time so like easily easily <laughs> you know what i mean so mm-hmm. uh we'll figure something out on that end and me and stars can probably do that maybe in place of the fucking g show because i don't think i've ever <laughs> ever <laughs> i don't think i ever have have ever been more uninterested in new japan pro wrestling as i am right now like to a point where i just don't watch it at all what's new japan bro <laughs> it is. I, I've been I've been on the what's new japan way for at least two years now <laughs> since the last g1 kind of yeah, um, and the thing is, is like, they don't give us the G one again. It's like, what? What, you, what? Other than Mox being in it, which is a big possibility this year, what mm-hmm. else could you give me? Like, Mox winning the G one would probably make me watch 
uh, New Japan. I'll be honest with you. Because um, it's, it's something different. It's something different. It It is something different. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think they just need a new sweep of talent because, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is once again where I'm just like, hey, man, Stardom is doing something right. And I feel like, why is it like New Japan adopting this uh, this kind of method of their talent roster? Right now, Stardom is not where it looked like a year ago. Absolutely right. not. There is mm-hmm. like a mil- there's like a million people, new people coming through. And it, the roster doesn't feel bloated. People are turning heel. People are joining other factions to like, you know, make room for these newer people coming in. And that just never happens in New Japan. Yeah. What, what a tangent. I, I love them when we go on these tangents. Not that it's a bad thing. I love when we go on these mm-hmm. tangents on the show <laughs> because it's like we can be talking about anything. But mm-hmm. what we're going to do, we're going to go back to 1996. What, what, what are your fond memories of 1996, Cyrus? Being born. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what is it? Hard, wait, what, what is it? Hardcore heaven? When did this show come out? Hold on. What is, what it was July. It, it took place. July? June. Motherfucker, That's I was just, figuring out I had lungs. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it, was, it was June 22nd. It, it was when they, um, is when it was taped and it aired on June, June 22nd, 1996. Mm-hmm. I was born. That's your birthday, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's so crazy. This is what was going on. <laughs> there, there, was, was, there was a miracle somewhere and it took away uh, from what the fuck this bullshit is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this takes place at the world-renowned ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What do you think about the ECW Arena? Um, I don't know. It just <laughs> looks like a... What is it? I had PE in here, boy. What? What? <laughs> What do you think of the ring? <laughs> the the ring that breaks. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Of, what do you think of the duct tape that held that ring together? Them boys, them boys making do. Uh, <laughs> I would say the mo- uh, the most impressive thing about this show is that they had a medical staff on standby. <laughs> I want a medical staff, man. Look at that nigga's shirt. Bro, that, that <laughs> shirt was way too big. <laughs> a quote-unquote medical staff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're here, June 22nd, 1996. ECW Arena. We are uh, we are in the middle of, of quite a few feuds. There were no real blow-offs other than the main event on this show. Um, but it was a weird show. It's definitely a weird show. Without a mm-hmm. doubt, it is, it is a weird show. Uh, I'd say to to a certain extent, kind of under under understaffed. Uh, kind of, you know, a, a lot of the a lot of things are are kind of coming together and formulating here. Uh, beginning with like the Sabu Rob Van Dam thing, which would eventually spin off into Sabu versus Taz. Uh, mm-hmm. you you had Tommy Dreamer, Sandman, Raven, all going through their whole thing here, which is like the biggest feud here. And even on the undercard, you had some certain things going on, like the Dudley Boys finally being christened as such, and you know a lot of things that that we'll that we'll talk about. On this show, but to start everything off, Joel Gertner in the middle of the ring opens the show, mm-hmm. doing a terrible job before being caned to death by Sandman before calling the old <laughs> before calling the old ring announcer. I think he was the old ring announcer for Eastern Championship Wrestling. The old ECW comes out. Mm-hmm. He's accompanied by Mr. Hyatt. Milk Alert or or not? Nah? Um, you know, I don't remember, so I'm gonna say no. 
Cause there's a, there's a, there's a, there's some premium joint over here, boy. Lactose free. <laughs> later on the show. First match: Shane Douglas versus Mikey Whipwreck. Classic story here: plucky underdog versus the insufferable heel. Um, do you know much about Shane Douglas? Uh, no, I don't know much about Shane Douglas, but I've seen Mikey Whip uh, Whipwreck's name a lot. And, yeah. uh, you know, looking at like ECW gifts and like passing and stuff like that, you know, following folks like that. So I was excited to see this. I don't think I've ever seen like an actual match with him in it. He's trained a lot of people. I believe mm-hmm. he trained. Oh, my God. He trained somebody recently that, that is like that's on NXT literally right now. Um, He's trained. I know he's trained Trent Beretta, which is funny. Uh, oh, I know he's wow. trained. He's trained. He's trained t- uh, Tony Nese, Jay Lethal, um, John Silver. I think he's on AEW too. Kurt Hawkins were trained by him. Someone mm-hmm. else recently. Someone, someone is literally screaming at the uh, at the speaker right now because they. I'm, I, I, it's, it's, I'm on his cage match trying to figure out who the hell. Uh, <laughs> hmm, I'm not seeing anything. It doesn't. It doesn't say who he's trained. So that's unfortunate. Okay. Um. So Shane Douglas, the franchise Shane Douglas, uh, was was the guy who kind of started the whole revolution for ECW. He threw the the Eastern Championship Wrestling belt down and started, you know, helped start ECW. That was a huge moment where Heyman broke off from that and then changed it to Extreme Championship Wrestling. Uh, it's effectively ending that territory. And um, Shane Douglas actually had a lot of resentment towards Ric Flair, mm. and so. Douglas would say he idolized Flair growing up. And when they when they met in WCW, he asked Flair to like watch his match, give him advice. And Flair was just like, fuck off, basically. And and he was just like not it was it was like a it was like a don't meet your heroes. Your idols yeah. are, are not who they are. Uh and, and it was, you know, he felt as though Flair had held him down. So he would just he was just a young guy that was like very, very bitter. And I think that like, you know, Shane Douglas never really got to where he was because I do feel like in a sense he was blackballed, but I think a lot of it was because of his own doing. He would oh, yeah. have a run in uh in WWF in ninety in ninety one. And he was I believe he was in a tag team at first and um he would come back, I think, as Dean Douglas, who was like a teacher mm-hmm. character. Oh. And he he Chase University he had, boys? <laughs> exactly he had a he had a feud with scott hall razor ramon r.i.p uh and um he was uh supposed to face Shawn michaels at in your house four but that was the time when sean had got beat up at that bar (laughs) oh my god what a terrible timing (laughs) yeah so he, he would he would uh he would end up facing razor ramon and Razor would beat him, uh, and his reign was only about 20 minutes because he had to forfeit the title to him, and then Razor Ramon beat him. And mm. uh, yeah, so he, he had a, uh, he, he had a, you know, a lot, he got the, the biggest, the real kind of like heat that he had was when he was supposed to wrestle Ahmed Johnson. Uh, and so like he, he introduced uh, Buddy Landell as this like kind of like this guy who came in for him. And this is still this is still literally 1996, like right before he's supposed to um, mm-hmm. supposed to uh, to come to ECW or he goes to ECW. So he's like on his he he defeated. Uh, he had ba- basically sent out some guy, somebody for Ahmed Johnson. He gets beat. And then literally, like, I think like a week after that, 
he he was diagnosed with like a muscle spasm in his back, and he said oh. that he could have paralyzed him. Uh, but Vince McMahon said he, he, he apparently the story goes that Vince got angry and tried to make Shane say like that was fake or, or it's cap like hell no you don't have anything that, that's that serious and he told and Vince told him to leave the company mm, I'm I'm on the Wikipedia and I'm seeing it right now did I did Damn. I recite it well? <laughs> did I recite no it well? no no you got it uh the only thing that you're missing here is that Vince underpaid him that's about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he believes that Vince underpaid him. Mm-hmm. But he goes back, essentially goes right back <laughs> to ECW, mm-hmm. completely, healthy, <laughs> completely healthy. And then within like the first couple of months, he I believe he ends up breaking one of the Pitbull's uh, necks. Uh, it's not being said here, but keep going. <laughs> Oh yeah, he breaks one of. The, I believe he's the one who breaks Pitbull number one's neck, and that's why Pitbull number two uh, has the the uh, the okay. the title uh, on on this show. But that is my Shane Douglas thing. I actually like Shane Douglas a lot. He was actually pretty. Cool. He's like the he's Triple H before Triple H. Oh okay, uh, that doesn't <laughs> that sound too bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, some people. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at his Wikipedia right now, just trying to figure out who he's trained. Same with like Mikey Whipwreck and. He's a very accomplished motherfucker, and I think he still has like some matches, this or like recent matches in a couple years. Uh, yeah, he's definitely see. still. Um, he's definitely still. Yeah, still he's working. active. Yeah, he's active. He's, he's, still, he's definitely still active. Uh, but yeah, this is the match between Mikey Whipwreck, Shane Douglas. That ring mm-hmm. is held together by duct tape and glue. I have in my my notes <laughs> and, and a prayer. <laughs> Shane gives Mikey a chop block. Joey says, Mongo who? Of course, a shot at Mongo McMichael, who's in uh, WCW. (laughs) (laughs) No, Joey just, 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 just a wild guy, man. He's a wild dude. Um, Shane puts, uh, puts in the figure four, a shot at Ric Flair. That's why I told the Ric Flair story, because that's a shot at Rick. He would adopt the figure four to kind of piss Ric Flair off. No one else, no, literally, uh, Cyrus, no one else is doing the figure four except this guy. (laughs) And, and Ric Flair, and he did that to be disrespectful. Um, he punches Go the ref. King. <laughs> he punches the ref <laughs> when Mikey won't tap, but the ref won't DQ him because he's hardcore. Uh, a lot of more back and forth, and he and then Shane gives him a mean belly to belly for the desperation win. Mm-hmm. The crowd was up for this man. I thought it was a really solid and well worked yeah. match with Mikey working underneath. This, uh, there are very few matches that we or like you know shows that we reviewed where the opener is really yeah. fucking good right <laughs> like yeah, they, like they one really of, set like, the tone one of them was like angle versus uh or in mm-hmm. <laughs> we did I, one that was fire like we 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 really uh you know we really uh going off with these these opening matches yeah. they they're going I'm, off I'm, um, I'm uh right now i'm just looking at the the recent matches that uh shane douglas has been having he looked pretty good, man. Um, he's buff, loaded. Outside of he's having a lot of matches with Tommy Dreamer, uh, recently, and I hate that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> kind of lets you know how he feels about uh consent. Anyway, um, uh, promo segment with with Joy Styles, who does a lot of work. Let me just say, shout out to Joy Styles. He's doing promo stuff in the ring. I believe mm-hmm. the commentary. He was re- it, he recorded it after the show was done. Oh, okay. so that's that that's 
do it. That's but they, they, I mean they did that and well, actually no PWG they don't they don't do that. But that's right. how they used to do it in ECW. They're actually out there at PWG or old ROH for sure. If they used to record mm-hmm. it after it was over, Gabe Sapolsky was, um, yeah. Promo segment with Joey Styles who calls Philadelphia rustic. <laughs> <laughs> he calls out. I know you didn't like this segment. I'll tell you why it's funny to me. But he calls out Baron Von Stevie, who's doing a a mm-hmm. Baron Von rat. Uh, kind of uh, play on uh, kind of like a, a an impression and Blue Dust, who we should be familiar with. Sorry, <laughs> I had no clue who was on the show. By the way, <laughs> it, you you just you 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 set me up, bro. <laughs> That's it. You just set me up. That's okay. Uh, uh, Stevie starts taking on the persona of Baron von Ratzke, and uh, he says that he found a woman or Raven that she a freak of the week <laughs> basically mm-hmm. and uh so he he says all this blue dust tries to give joey head uh there's a lot of back and forth here. now run that back huh? run, run that back <laughs> blue dust tries to give joey head. huh hey man what kind of man <laughs> what, what, what happened bro and then, and then when I say and then when I say I didn't like the segment, J Bob just goes, "Ah, oh, come on, it's context." And I was just like, "Come on, bro, <laughs> you didn't get it, you didn't I, understand." Oh man, you, but like, y'all hear him? I I didn't understand, man. You guys didn't get it. I can't help it. If, yo, you can't teach taste, bro. You don't get it. You don't oh, get it. I oh, thought taste. Okay. Listen, Stevie Rich, Stevie Richards, com- comedic persona underrated one of the funniest wrestlers of all time in my opinion i love him i love steve richard next match imagine what these niggas have had to go through when they've only seen one match and they've already seen a fucking promo segment they've seen two promo segments already Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) this is Uh, before you go on this is a very like bizarre laid show um (laughs) i don't get it (laughs) oh my god uh the fbi versus the dudleys the Italian stallion, J.T. Smith, a black man of Sicilian descent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is hilarious during this. This, this nigga is born in Philadelphia. <laughs> Bro, just just insane. J.T. reintroduces Sal Balomo, who was he was an he was an early Eastern Championship wrestling star who came back um, and they reintroduce uh him to the audience and the audience Ooh. is like you know I, I think a lot of people knew who he was I, 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 I couldn't really catch the re- reception to that but he's also mm-hmm. uh, Sicilian as well and uh, JT what do you think about his promo <laughs> this motherfucker is a clown <laughs> he has to pretend that he's uh, he has to pretend he's Italian so <laughs> he's making the most of that he's out there with Nunzio so it's like we and we on this show we love Nunzio oh hey, so, amen <laughs> little, little Guido stands in this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> so the Dudleys come out. <clears throat> Big Dick Dudley, swollen. Okay, how mm-hmm. much pills and drugs was he on? Let like me, uh, let me. You the, the one I, you about to ask? I, 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 I only get one. I only get one on this show. And when I saw this motherfucker, I needed to know: <laughs> Is Big yeah. Dick Dudley still with us today? I knew this was going to be the one. And unfortunately, no. He passed away in 2002 at the age of 34. Mm-hmm. 
I knew it. Uh, he, he died of kidney failure. Um, he was addicted to painkillers. And when you see the way he was going and you see the way he looked and you see the, the shit he was doing in this match, like, you'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. And one thing I said, like, about ECW is that, like, yo, like, Osiris does the Are They Still With Us segment. I'm going to tell you where I'm gonna, I said, hey, ECW. Fat <laughs> 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 <Bat> chance, <laughs> chance, bro. So this is the first time that Bubba Ray Dudley actually said his name. I don't know if you knew this. This is history right here. So he still had the stuttering gimmick, which they would tone down tenfold. <laughs> when yeah, it, 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 it seems like he's just like, uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't stutter to make fun of him. But <laughs> um, he's not. A, he doesn't have a real stutter. So it I'm. I'm trying. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be PC about it, but you know, he's a little. Uh, Special with his little gimmick. He's very playful, very childlike at mm-hmm. his big age. Very Eugene. You feel me? You know yeah. Eugene. Right. Um, lots of chaos here. Uh, I thought largely this was fun. They're looking for Devon. Devon eventually comes out, cusses a lot, and mm-hmm. beats up everybody. And then I said the segment goes on too long after that because it's, at that point, it is Devon literally just beating up everybody beating up his own friends and then mm-hmm. cussing on the mic. It was just really odd. Um, yeah. The match. Oh, oops. That's the NXT alarm. But, uh, the match, I don't get it. And I feel like Diva or like big Dick Dudley is supposed to be, you know, uh, something in Bubba's imagination. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, but it's, but it's so stupid. Also, honestly, for, before I go on, I don't know where the fuck Big Dick Dudley went. <laughs> I was legitimately yeah, I, like, I didn't know where he went. It was weird, and it was also like a grown man, a grown man walking around talking about his dick is big, and he's got the biggest dick, mm-hmm. and saying, "I'm not afraid of you, Big Dick Dudley. Come show me your dick." And Big Dick Dudley's literally right behind him, and Joey's like, "Turn around, he's right there." Yeah. And he gets yeah, Dudley's uh, Bubba's just like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? There is no big dick Dudley. And then, you know, he gets so bad and frustrated. He's like walking out. And he's like, man, there's no motherfucking big dick Dudley. What the fuck is he talking about? Yada, yada, yada. And then big dick Dudley is just like stalking behind him like fucking Jason. And then he just drives off without looking back ever. It's crazy. Uh... Very dumb. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was it was pretty crazy. The Dudleys do win this match. I, I I forgot to say that, but um, yeah, I mean, not much there for JT Smith. JT would retire a couple years after this. Yeah, I was I was looking at his cage uh, his cage match, and his last match was in 1997. And it made me really yeah. sad. Yeah, he, he retired after that. I wonder what he's doing now. He's still uh, with us. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he is still with, because he's not in in that. That's why. <laughs> uh, shoot fight. Taz versus. You told me to look out for this one. <laughs> okay. So are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. This, this match is crazy, okay? Because this... How can, how can we even start? How do I even start here? So Paul Verlins was a, a UFC guy. And what they were doing, they were bringing in a bunch of people to face Taz that had actual fighting backgrounds and 
you know, the story goes, so the story goes, is that the deal was like everybody in the back was scared that Verlins was going to shoot on Taz. So he told somebody, I'm going to shoot on Taz. I'm going to really fuck him up during the match. Mm -hmm. So Heyman, listen, this is, this is so deep, dark, shoot interview, dirt sheet shit. So be ready. Okay. He sent Missy Hyatt to his, to, Ver, to Paul's, uh, Paul Heyman sent Missy Hyatt to Verlin's dressing room to promise him a blowjob if he goes through with everything. He, he's, he was legitimately 6'8", 300. So like if, if in Taz's, as you can fucking see, mm-hmm. not fucking with him. Okay. Let's just be clear. Taz was not a tough guy. Yeah. Now that Taz, we know. Taz, uh, Taz is like at his big short ass is not beating somebody that is fucking 6'8", 300 fucking pounds. So the, so the first thing you notice here in this match, right, is that the ring is surrounded by Shane Douglas, Saturn, Cronus, RVD, who's in the main event, should not even be out there. But mm-hmm. they're watching Taz's back in case he shoots. And they're not actually he's they're not actually his friends in storyline because Taz didn't have any friends at this point mm-hmm. in ECW. And so we get to we get to the the actual match here. Mm-hmm. Uh he was yeah. working a shit. He was working the shit out of Taz, man. Let's just be real, man. <laughs> yeah. The, um I know whenever I talk about Bloodsport uh 2 uh on various podcasts where I always talk about it is that like it lost its like shoot fight feel. Yeah. This has it and then it instantly loses it as soon as Taz like starts getting the quote unquote upper hand. Because Taz is right. getting worked. He's getting worked. He's 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 getting worked like crazy, and they he they they like Taz goes for a, a single leg takedown. He tries to go into like an arm bar. Verlins rolls out. Taz tries. He tries to go in again, and he forces him to his back. And I was like, uh, Taz, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Taz, Taz. Uh, and Taz goes into the. I, I thought Joy did a good job here, noticing and recognizing the 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 wrestling moves here. I thought he did a really mm-hmm. good job doing that. Yeah, the, uh, the calls are um, good on this one. Taz gets free. They do like some weird. This is when like the crowd starts to turn on this because they start to realize that after that first thing, they're actually doing like a real match here. And Verlins, mm-hmm. uh, if he couldn't have made it more obvious that he was he was working with these strikes, these strikes were awful. They were terrible. Um, this they it just loses that big fight feel. And on it, before you continue, why the fuck did he just want to shoot on Taz for? There was this thing. I mean, I think there's still a thing about this, right? Like MMA people don't take this seriously. They don't take wrestling seriously. If that and the, and it starts to bring the question: How did Paul Heyman even convince him to do this if he felt this way about pro wrestling? And mm-hmm. was the payday worth it? You know, like. Was it worth it to him? You know, and, and would he actually do it? I don't know why he would tell the boys in the back, hey, I'm going to shoot on Taz and I'm going to actually beat his ass for real. I don't know why he would do that. So this match is going nowhere. Out of nowhere, Saturn, did you see this dropkick? Drills this motherfucker with a dropkick. Mm-hmm. I was dog. This has to be like the most bizarre, like shoot hybrid shoot fight match ever. So he was legitimately knocked out. Taz pulls the Taz mission and wins. And so in, in a shoot interview with Taz, I read up on this, found this out. Mm-hmm. Taz claims that the dropkick was part of the plan 
but Saturn was not supposed to shoot on him like he did. Saturn was instructed to try and knock Verlins out in case he tried to change the finish and beat Taz. Okay. And he, he knocked him out for real. So he well, said, Taz said, <laughs> maybe, maybe he, uh, <laughs> maybe his instincts was right. <laughs> this is the equivalent of like Bad Bunny trying to change the, <laughs> trying if to be is, like, all right, now. Nah, try to get, go crazy on Brock <laughs> in the Rumble. Yeah, nah, Brock. <laughs> this is what we doing today. <laughs> that type of shit. Uh, so Taz also said that Verlins was knocked goofy from the kick and that he lifted, he had to lift him like, and that's why that lift. was the weird part. Was like, it looked like Verlins was out. And uh, I would say for Taz, that's pretty impressive to suplex the guy like that. He was like mm-hmm. out cold. Um, Taz cuts a promo. Bullshit chance fill the arena, which <laughs> rightfully so. I, 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 yeah, it, it, and this would be like kind of the last time they would do this kind of Taz faces MMA niggas uh, storyline. It was yeah. terrible. Um, I don't get the uh, the uh, the MMA dude just trying to like prove something to dudes that you know. Yeah, it's a fake fight. So why are you trying to make it real for? Mm. That's weird. Um, <sighs> I think I think the only person that was like able to like rein in dudes like that and then like just have them play along is josh barnett even though i'm not really too high on like the blood sport thing anymore but like when he was bringing mma dudes in and they started to like get you know they started to get it they started to feel it when the crowd started chanting it was Mm -hmm. cool as fuck um yeah if you can you know if you can find a show by any means necessary but like um i think it's the first match that's on Bloodsport 2. Like, this is like a, like a legit MMA, like, shoe fighter guy. And he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to play the heel. Fuck it. And then I think uh, he lets the wrestler who p- p- clearly playing a babyface get the win. He didn't give a shit. It's Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't like mixing MMA with, with wrestling, you know? Like, I liked how Brock did it where he had elements of that, but he was still, like, mm-hmm. the same sports entertainer. That's why, like, I look at Brock and I'm like, that's how you do it. Ronda yeah. Rousey, that's how you do it. Anna Baszler, that's how you do it. You make it look real, even though it's a it's a it's a work. You know, yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm not too high on like the shoot fight thing. I think the only people to get it right is Josh Barnett on the first one, uh, the first blood sport, uh, uh, Matt Riddle's blood sport, and right. you know Pancras stuff because everybody kind of agrees that it is a hybrid shoot fight. Yeah, uh, Verlins were going to fight in the UFC Tournament of Champions that year. Uh, his last UFC fight. He passed away of COVID nineteen last year. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, so RIP to, to him. Uh, next match, ECW World Championship in the middle of the show. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> when this match was over and so and, and it was still continuing, my the room started spinning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ravens out. Stevie Richard brings out Sandman's wife, Peaches. Which mm-hmm. prompts Sandman to come out. And this also this match is Raven versus Terry Bam Bam Gordy of the Freebirds. Um, prompts Sandman to come out. Sandman says he pimped her out to the locker room and said, tells Raven, when you're done with her, pay your fucking bill and leaves. Nice. <laughs> nice to see that we're treating, treating women equally here. Fire. That's, that's, <laughs> Terry Gordy of the Freebirds. He comes out to the music, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. They go the, to the crowd immediately. The, the crowd <laughs> is going apeshit. And when well, I heard, people got 
People got to understand this. Raven, as the ECW World Champion, the most hated heel, probably in all of wrestling, but definitely in that company. They hated him. He was slimy. He was sneaky. He was a cheater. They wanted to see him get his ass whipped. And this was this was why they were going so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they did the announcement and he was like, oh, like the fab, like uh, fabulous Freebirds," I was just like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, you know, enjoy touches on this during the match. He's like, you know, he was having a, a pretty rough, t- a rough time with it. He was, you know, he had two overdoses, mm. one, of, one of which almost killed him. Uh, and and he, he was just having a really, really tough go about everything. Um, Styles puts over Gordy huge, though. And, and, mm. and, and I thought you, re- you really got the sense that he was a big deal here. And the crowd treated him like that. So they go through the crowd. Raven is gushing blood at this point. First, I think first blood of the show, yeah. which... Which matters because it, it means a lot, especially to see Raven bleed. That's what you want to see. This this match is quick, but the crowd is fucking hot. So Raven brings out barbed wire. It's countered by Gordy into the Oriental Spike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richards and Nova come out, but Tommy Dreamer, who of course is Raven's most hated rival, comes out, makes a save. Crowd goes fucking nuts. And I, I was like, Cyrus, I, I know Cyrus hates this shit. The crowd's going crazy. With Tommy <laughs> <Dreamer>. uh, <laughs> but then primetime Brian Lee comes out, gives him the primetime slam which leads them to go out and start fighting each other. Uh, and then Stevie Richards finally super kicks Gordy, which leads to Raven hitting the, the even flow DDT for the win in a really smooth segment where he, mm-hmm. Stevie Richards super kicks. He turns around right into the DDT and it makes smooth. it believable that that was Dog, so fucking smooth. <laughs> it, was good. it was good. Steve, I, I was like, I'm hoping Stevie had made up his segment for you and, and how he timed that. And it was just really, really good. Oh no, yeah, that was great. Uh, well, no, the segment's still terrible, but his involvement here, I liked it a lot. Um, I, I liked it. All. I gave this three and a half. I, I thought that for it was short, it was sweet. The crowd was hot, which helped this match a lot. This was the they were hotter for this than anything on this fucking show. Um, and and they were ready for it because of course we lead into uh, another segment. What do you think about the match in in total? The match is, is great. Um, normally, what is it? I I've I've been to like you know arenas like this where it's like kind of like the basketball small you know small time arena place and then they just walk around just beating each other up like i might not like it from a viewer standpoint but if i was in that building i would have been going stupid because you know everybody gets involved like they're really close to the action and shit like that so it didn't really bother me here and like also is ecw nobody's doing a fucking count out <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it it's it was just chaos but it was the right mm-hmm. type of overbooked chaos because the, the way it was weaved in where it was like, we want to see Raven get his comeuppance, but he, it, it just takes one slip up. One of those people that from between, between uh, Nova blue dust and fucking Stevie Richards, you just take one slip up mm-hmm. and, and it's, you know, it's, it, and, but uh Sandman comes out after the clear house. Raven literally has barbed wire stuck to his hair. <laughs> Fire visual. And then, and what a, what a costume change by the way, too. So out of nowhere, Sandman's son, Tyler, comes out with his ex-wife, dressed as Raven. He tells Sandman if he wants him, he has to go through his son. Tyler says, Daddy, you're a drunk. Now I worship Raven. Like a Chucky doll. (laughs) Oh, Raven says some wild shit to Beulah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like just, I'm not even going to repeat. And uh, Beulah challenges Peaches. Uh, about a thousand, uh, I've read in my notes, about a thousand insane things happen here. Uh, Blue Dust comes out for no reason. Someone calls him the F word from the crowd, which I said, great, awesome. Uh, Kimona low blows him as, as uh, Beulah gives him the DDT and the segment is over. 
uh, this was about 25 minutes at least of this show was this whole thing yeah so the crowd is going crazy for this um Mm. i i know it sounded goofy you know uh and making jokes like that but like the crowd is like invested like yeah, they were, like, chanting stuff, but a lot of people were, like, kind of silent, like, waiting for this to, like, all play out. And I thought it was really cool. And then the show continued. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, man, I'm kind of burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So then we get to the most odd part of the show where we have, first, the Eliminators versus the Gangsters. Right? I put in my notes, this is going to be a mess. But mm-hmm. As soon as the gangsters come out, the Samoan gangster party attacks the gangsters in their entrance. And then the Bruce brothers come out and they fight. And then the match never happens. Yeah. So the Eliminators are waiting in the ring and they face the the Bruce brothers. They're just kind of wrestling here, I guess. I mean, a match happens. Yep. The the match happens. This is a eight minute no contest. Yeah. eight, (laughs) Eight minute no contest. Saturn hits a fucking terrible terrible moonsault i said saturn never do that again mm-hmm. and then the match is over at no contest they, they go you think they think it's over it's over right so you get axel rotten and hack myers versus the samoan gangster party cool the samoan gangster party uh is maddie smalls also known as rosie also known as roman reigns brother r.i.p rest in peace mm-hmm. and sammy the silk who is uh, i believe roman reigns cousin uh they're they are the samoan gangster party the match ends in two minutes you no don't even get started no contest because the, the gangsters come out. Come out. <laughs> All the tag teams come out, and it's time to brawl. And I said, "Yeah, this show is is falling off a cliff right now. They need to bring it back together. They need to get this on on course." I, I don't have a rating for any of this. Like it, it's just chaos. Like it it it, it became like a, a a situation where it was just like, "Yeah, this this show." I don't really know what <laughs> what the fuck is going on hey, here. Man. Like they they're. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck this. Like, you have a really oh. good segment, which I feel like should really have closed out the show. Right. And then you have these, just 10 minutes of bullshit. And it felt like forever. I'm sorry. That shit. They just beat each other for a really long time. And then, like, we're just talking about, like, the match time. This is not mm-hmm. including the, ga- uh, the gangsters getting checked up on by uh, medical staff. Yeah. All the other like kind of outside bro, like all the stuff that's like in between, that is all just a fight. Um, what is it? This is a two minute no contest, but you know, we're not factoring in the whole locker room coming out to try to break up this brawl that they're having. And then Joy having to talk through all of that and yeah, just, as if he can as if he can see what's going on. <laughs> I have no rating for that, but that definitely didn't bring the show's quality. It was it was going it really did. well. It, I, I, it, it was. I was enjoying the show a lot. Uh, we get to the next match: Jericho versus Pitbull number two ECW t- uh, TV title match. Shane, uh, I, I mean Pitbull number one has a broken neck, uh, so so they, I guess they gave Pitbull number two something to do until he until he got back. Mm-hmm. Man, if Jericho Jericho now can see Jericho uh, then, or if, if if Jericho then can see Jericho now probably be a much healthier uh individual uh what is it (laughs) jericho hit the spin kick in this joint and i said i'd pay for a current chris jericho to try to hit that motherfucker (laughs) oh yeah yeah so 
this is just okay. Francine's out, by the way. She's the handler. Wahoo! <laughs> <laughs> she's up. She's upset. She's upset. Like as, as if there's uh, as if there's ten- tension between her and Pitbull too. Mm-hmm. We get a stare down. Uh, Jericho doesn't really have the crowds react. Like they don't have. The, he doesn't have the crowd yet. Yeah, which I'm. Uh, that's bizarre. Uh, reason why he will. He was he was still new. It's ninety six. He 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 had done a couple spots on ECW. Not not much that he okay. was doing yet. This match, this match would kind of catapult him here. Uh, Pitbull number two, very early, about four minutes into the match, press slam into the Tombstone Power Driver for a two. <laughs> this some AEW shit, boy. <laughs> I said, huh? <laughs> for a two count? Yeah, that, that's uh, uh, not great. I put in my notes, Jericho is massively unsafe here <laughs> during the whole match. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, Jericho is like, although this is like still early Chris Jericho, he's like way more experienced than Pitbull. So mm-hmm. he's moving very fast. <laughs> and, you know, Pitbull number two cannot keep up. <laughs> At all, uh, Jericho tries to trade punches, gets gets gets, gets uh, knocked away. Uh, Jericho gets a a, a kind of like a a backdrop where he lands to the to the canvas face first. It's kind of a cool move. Pitbull number two is doing some some two K call ass moves here. He's got everything in the in the in the arsenal. Here. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the press slam into the pile driver is the, is the biggest uh, uh call wrestler. <laughs> some shit. Yeah, that, that is. That is nuts. Uh, he Jericho does his classic springboard drop kick, which 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 he hits. Uh, he also hits him with a spin kick, another spin kick to the mouth, which I believe mm-hmm. busted him open a little bit. Uh, and a springboard moonsault splash to the floor. Uh, the crowd starts getting going to chant Jericho. He start they start chanting Lionheart mm-hmm. uh, at this point in the match. Uh, Shane Douglas comes out. He tries to get his belt back from Francine. She won't give it up. Uh, Shane grabs her and kisses her, which is I, assault. Yo, just they lost. <laughs> Not they didn't completely they didn't lose me completely, but I was just like, okay, match quality is going down. Yeah. So um this this part is scary. Uh Shane throws Francine in front of Pitbull number two. He accidentally hits her with a lariat. And and Chris Jericho tries to hit Shane with a splash in the ring, but accidentally not only lands on Shane while he's on the ground with his knees, but also hits Shane, uh, Francine with it. Mm-hmm. He just like lands on fucking Shane Douglas's like shoulder blades, damn near his neck, trying yes. to just do some stupid shit that he shouldn't have. C- crazy with, with, the, <laughs> with the narrow, with the narrow barrier, with the, with the actual like yeah. the, the the barrier and the ring are so narrow, you can't do that. Um, Shane Douglas tries to leave with the title. The referees stop him. Uh, Pitbull number two is still uh, dominating uh, Jericho in the ring. He gets him stunned. Uh, he tries to do a super. Pitbull number two tries to do a super power bomb, but Jericho counters it into a super Hurricane Rana, and Jericho pins Pitbull number two. Uh, I, I thought it was a little anticlimactic. I was like, for all the shit he was doing to you, that should not have taken him out. But yeah. I get it. <laughs> Jericho, Jericho wins the TV title. Uh, he shakes hands with Pitbull number two, and the crowd they they chant Jericho after that. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it was it was okay. Uh, the Shane Douglas stuff is like stuff I wasn't. Uh, I didn't really need it, and. For all the wild, crazy spots and kind of like the unsafe shit, uh, 
not to be disrespectful, but I kind of expected that here. So um, <laughs> that really came to no surprise to me. But Shane Douglas coming out here, kind of being a very huge distraction to the match is what really bothered me. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to ask if Pitbull number two was still with us. No, he is not. Already. <laughs> I, we, I get one, but yeah, he smoked. Yeah, he, he passed away in 2003, one year after. One year after uh, Big Dick Dudley, he was he was 36 years old. Fentanyl overdose. Wow, shit. Yeah. Uh, however, people number one, uh, still kicking. Still good. <laughs> Next match. Oh, man. Weapons match. <laughs> so you can, you can pretty much end this. You can end this show. Oh, boy. The, <laughs> the, thing, the thing that's weird about this is that the match, is it weird or was, was Peacock tripping? Was the match already in progress when we got to it? I feel I feel like this is something that happened in the editing room, like in the cut. Like it feels like this they just ripped it off a DVD or like yeah. a, a VHS, or which it, most likely will happen. They, yeah, that might that might have been how they how, how they edited it on there because it just it would just it, it abruptly goes straight to the match. Yeah, uh, Tommy Dreamer's music is on. They quickly go outside, as in outside the arena, and I say, "What the fuck were people doing in the arena during this? What were y'all doing? Like, were y'all just sitting I, there?" Th- until this they came? Is, I hate like for when they did it for Raven and Terry, everybody could see it. Yeah, you know they they were like highly visible, uh, you know, in a uh, high elevation, so people could see that Raven is still getting beat up, no matter where you were in the arena. Mm-hmm. I'm not following you, motherfuckers, outside. I'm about to lose my seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got one more match after this. <laughs> like, fuck that. Uh I mean, this is just a this is a this is a garbage. This is like a not a garbage match as in like garbage match, but it's like literally just hitting each other with with, with Oh yeah, that's garbage. <laughs> come on. Uh come on did, do you do you know Kamona's last name? No. Come on, I wanna lay ya. I, I promise you that is that is the name they gave her. Hey, yo, Paul Heyman, funny as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold Mona on. Mona one. Instagram. Let's see what's cracking. Is she still? Is, is, is she still with us? She is with us, and she is five one. Damn, dude, you small. <laughs> oh my god, sorry, it's been a creep. Damn, Instagram is not uh, there, bro. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see what they they get back in the ring. They get back in the ring. Kimona flashes Brian Lee. And let me be clear. Tommy's getting his ass whooped. Oh. <laughs> this whole match. Yo, they're uh, doing the big flat. I was just like, oh, nah, you're wildin'. <laughs> yeah, they're, they, they just, they're fucking him up. Uh, Tommy gets the upper hand after he gets flashed. He's the DDT for the win. But of course, to get the, get the heat back, the Bruise Brothers come out, take Tommy to the top of the arena, and choke slam him through tables. And I said, Cyrus, is, this is probably the best moment of the show for Cyrus here. Uh no, it wasn't <laughs> because the shit was still going. What the fuck? Um, and also like you know, just another thing that like oddly Peacock does like the match kind of ends, and then it cuts to them already like up there. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And then they threw him off, and I I was just like, damn, did anybody care? <laughs> probably because probably because they uh took so long to get up there. That mm-hmm. was probably cut for time. Everybody, we got to get this shit over with. These, these niggas are taking way too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey says, "Oh my god, get a get an ambulance." Sarah said, "No." Uh, 
<laughs> so we cut. We do a weird cut here. And Joy says they had a one hour delay because the ring broke. So we get to RVD versus Sabu. And I said, oh, it's this match. I literally said out loud, oh, it's this one. <laughs> and I, in, my, in my mind, I said, I'm sorry, Cyrus. <laughs> so uh, between this match and the Tommy Dreamer match, there is a one hour delay. What would you have been doing in that one hour the show was like, you know, just sitting there watching them clean up debris and shit? Calling my mom on a payphone and ask her to come get me. Like, <laughs> 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 you please come get me. I was like, yeah. I was like nine. I would have been nine at this point. Yeah. Um, but, um, oh, just something uh, I wanted to add. So first I was just like, damn, an one hour delay? That's fucking nuts. And then as soon as this match started, I was just like, man, I need a break. And I didn't come back for an hour. <laughs> uh, so this is the rubber match between RVD and Sabu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabu won the first one. Uh, and RVD won the second one. Uh, RVD is the cocky heel here. Getting way over as a heel. The mm-hmm. asshole heel. Uh, getting some good some good cheers and, and, some, and some good booze here. Sabu's wearing a, a neck brace. RVD's like pussy. And then Sabu pulls it off. <laughs> Sabu immediately goes after the knee. Trust me, he's not going to do it for the, for the whole, <laughs> the whole well, uh, one and done. <laughs> So, mind you, the rope is broken. Sabu knows this. He hits RVD with a springboard leg lariat where he sits on the canvas. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Sabu goes to the rope, attempts the, 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 the counter to the backslide. The rope snaps. And RVD and Sabu kind of look at each other like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And the crowd's like, oh. <laughs> so essentially what I will give this match props for, because it wasn't as bad as, as, as good as their first match. Okay. Nor was it as good as the match where they both teamed up to go against Hayabusa. And I, th- I forgot what the other person was, but it's like a, class, like a classic ECW match. Mm-hmm. But I, I appreciate them improvising with what they had here. And, and especially Sabu. Yeah. And, you know, they... Pretty much had no choice, and I feel like they did a good job for um, just improvising into the circumstances. So what does Sabu do? He has a triple jump moonsault off the broken ropes. Mm-hmm. That shit was hard. <laughs> that shit was fire. That shit, that shit was fire. Uh, Sabu beat Sabu uh, hits RVD with a chair, and uh, they, and the crowd's like into it when they realize they're actually gonna go through with it, which I thought was awesome. Sabu gets in the ring, flies through the ropes with a fucking suicide plancha jumps out into the crowd mm-hmm. and i said yo this nigga is crazy i don't know how sabu's still alive right now he's done some some wild shit go goaded bro like this motherfucker's um, really insane with it <laughs> they are tossing chairs into each other's faces mm-hmm. uh they're, they're fighting in the crowd rvd hits a, a leg drop to sabu who's holding a chair like an idiot <laughs> they do some they do some brawling rvd tries to hit sabu with an umbrella <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, what? Uh, so, it, it, you know, there's... But then it kind of slows down again where, like, like Sabu waits while RVD climbs with the rope and hits him with a, a senton with the chair, which was weird. It was like this weird senton where he does a flip. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck was that? Uh, one, one, of the, one of the craziest spots to me in this shit was um, RVD lays down the chair, but, like, with the legs up oh, yeah. and does the monkey flip. I said, hey, and yo, bro, this thing is the go. This chair is laying upside down, not flat, upside mm-hmm. down, open. And he and our and Sabu's lucky that he landed in between that shit. Cause that could have gone 
terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, Amen. Terribly fucking wrong. Motherfuckers, one like I say this every time we see motherfuckers like RVD on the show. Why is nobody stealing this? I know. Yeah. This shit um, work. Sabu eventually does a slingshot Arabian press guillotine while uh while RVD hangs off of the ring uh off of the ring ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go outside. Our Van Daminator. Fire. <laughs> Love that move. They need to Come on. Why is nobody stealing that, bro? Um, just this is some crazy stuff in this match. Like they are mm-hmm. just doing spot after spot after spot. Triple jump DDT through a table. <laughs> Crowd goes nuts. Uh, he sets up RVD to try and do another triple jump, but the ring, the, the broken ring, uh, yeah. the, it breaks again. Uh, he, but I think this was a uh, this was like a, an, a this was an attempted work here because Sabu lands uh, on the ropes. It was supposed to be mm-hmm. it was supposed to be like he's playing off of it, which is getting smart. Uh, really good psychology. RVD springs up with a good side kick, kicks uh, Sabu at the ring. Um, just so much shit happens here. Uh, see, Van Dam tries to hit him with the Fisherman Buster. He had beaten him with the Fisherman Buster at the last time they they faced each other when he won the match. But uh, Sabu says fuck no. Uh, eventually gets up to the top of the ring and hits the somersault guillotine leg drop with a chair. I know his fucking hips were screaming after this, <laughs> and uh, and the match ends. and And I thought that it, they rebounded. They rebounded a lot. And and mm-hmm. uh, Sabu he wins the feud essentially two uh, one against rvd really bummer ending really strange ending with both like, both guys not being able to move and i was like uh oh, they, ooh, they, we. i saw a nigga take a press slam tombstone i'm pretty sure these guys are okay yeah. what the shit they were doing what is it sabu leg just starts twitching and shaking i was like hey man yeah. you good bro <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, but, uh, they're trying to stretch her what is it rvd out with no stretcher oh yeah the fuck because i told you those, those are not real those are not real emts they're not real e- just, emts just, just niggas in they're, black polos and <laughs> in big ass shirts with it with the cross on it mm-hmm. uh i i thought i thought it was good i i think that the the issue with this show was that the beginning was really good the middle is very long this is a two two and a half hour show two hours and like 40 mm-hmm. minutes about f- an hour of this show is dedicated to absolute bullshit that yeah. I just it was and like the tag stuff was ridiculous. I, I think everything that involves a tag team is terrible on the show. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And their tag their tag division was it would get better. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But right now it was it was pretty fucking dire. And and they were they were still holding on to guys that didn't necessarily need to have the, the this role there. Um mm-hmm. but I mean the core of it, like the tag stuff was just was kind of just weird and terrible. The tag stuff was weird and terrible. I just don't see how you do that after doing that Raven program and then trying to actually finish it. Like I feel like they spent so much time on that bullshit, and that's why the ring was breaking because there was just too many big niggas in there trying to do stupid <laughs> shit. And that's what Ooh, the fucking Samoans doing a goddamn splash. <laughs> yeah, like it, just too much stupid stuff going on. And um, I, I think like as far as it, like the the show has really good matches. I thought Shane Douglas, Mikey Whipwreck is really good. Mm-hmm. I think just for a spectacle, the task stuff is something you should watch just to see all the bullshit that happens. Raven Terry Gordy is good. Uh, Pitbull number two in Jericho. It has its issues, but I thought it was very good too. And and the, and the main event's good. Like, but the only thing that makes me thumbs in the middle is that who's gonna want to sit through all of that shit in the middle? Yeah. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm scrolling through Sabu's like recent matches. You want to see Sabu versus Pete Dunbre? 
Well, it actually might be hard. It's that a no. Dis- it's a no disqualification match too. Yeah, we might have to grab that one. Is that progress? Uh, PCW. Uh, oh, PCW. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna look. Oh. I'm gonna look for it. Yeah, let's let, let's check that out. But yeah, that was that was ECW Hardcore Heaven 1996. Um, we are done with this month for spot callers. Of course, if you're a patron, if you drop five dollars, uh, you have the option to vote on what we're gonna watch next. And we're gonna be back in April with uh, I don't know what we're gonna watch. We could watch a movie. We could watch anything. And me and Cyrus will talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Cyrus, anything else you want to say? Um, I love when we review EC uh, not EC uh, yeah ECW shows. It's all really great fun stuff. I love seeing RVD wrestle. He's, you know, kind of my all-time favorites. I would love to revisit or like, you know, do a legendary run for uh, Raven in some sort of capacity, even if it's a, just a, compli- comp- uh, a compilation of matches. Whoa, 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 whoa. What if we did legendary run Rob Van Dam? Which, which run would you do? I don't know. <laughs> but it, I don't know. It, I, I I'm I'm with it because the thing the thing about RVD is that we can't really tap in with WWE because we've already kind of we've done one night stand yeah we did this year and uh it would have been you know that that run that run ain't really run you know what I'm saying <laughs> for his WWE yeah. title like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it was fun <laughs> TNA TNA is an option uh ecw is an option a lot of that stuff is an option so we'll, we'll see we're, we're we're currently brainstorming a new a new season of legendary run if you don't know if you don't subscribe to the patreon legendary run is a series of cyrus and i do where we walk through a year of uh of, of a wrestler uh one of their best years so we've already done batista uh we've done kenny omega we're looking for season three so stay tuned on that but for all the, for everyone checking out on our public feed and everyone on patreon thank you guys for listening uh for cyrus i'm justin thank you for listening to spot callers and we see you some of you next month. Drop the five. Peace out.